0: Bonjour everyone and welcome back to Casse Léline, the French football podcast with the accent. A very interesting episode this week. Of course, we're going to talk about Ligue 1, but the first part of the podcast is going to be dedicated to OM Feyenoord, the semi-final of the Europa Conference League, who's being played this coming Thursday for the first leg in. Um, in Dutchland, I was going to say in the Netherlands and the second leg will be played at the velodrome in um, 10 days. So I was lucky enough to have a host, um, a, a guest I should say in the podcast who is a host of his own podcast uh, back in the Netherlands, a host of a, a final podcast was pretty famous uh, back there in his country. And so we had a, a long chat, um, you know, a good half hour talking about the strengths and weaknesses of final this season and what we can expect from this matchup against Marseille and I guess long story short it's going to be a Saint-Paoli versus Slott, um masterclass as we say I think two coaches with brilliant minds are facing each other during that semi-final and that's going to be a pleasure to see that's going to be part one of the pod uh, which will start in a second and after that of course we're going to go to part two but first music <laughs> Johan thank you for being here today on Casellelin the French football podcast I'm, I'm really glad that i could uh, find a real Feyenoord fan who also makes podcasts about his club to talk about uh, the clash coming up this weekend the the semi final of the uh, Europa Conference League thank you very much for for being here before we start talking about you know what's going to happen during that game do you want to quickly introduce yourself and and your podcast i mean you guys are a bit of a big deal uh, back in the Netherlands of course,
1: thanks for having me. First of all, I'm I'm Johan Brinko. I'm one of the uh, seven hosts of the Kangaloo podcast. And, and Kangaloo podcast is uh, a Fine Art podcast made by fans. Uh, so Where we have we've been having the podcast since 2016. First season that Fine Art also the first season that Fine became uh, became a champion after 18 years. So I guess uh, that's kind of good luck. And uh every every week we make two shows, every uh, every Monday night and every Thursday night we make a show and we only talk about fine art and everything fine art. So
0: that sounds that sounds awesome. That reminds me a bit of the uh, the Marseille View podcast, who, uh, who on the other side of this week's uh semi-final only talks about uh Marseille. Talk to yeah. us a little bit about the club, I guess. I mean it's a historic club, and most people would know yeah. uh what fine art is and, and the European history as well of their domestic history um you know what's so special about about Feyenoord and uh, and what's it like for them right now in the local competition
1: well Feyenoord has a long uh, uh history we've we've been based in 19- 1908 um and uh, we're based in Rotterdam the biggest the, the second biggest city in Holland after Amsterdam and we've always been rivals with the club from the biggest city in Holland Amsterdam of course Ajax and that's basically our biggest problem because uh, we've been underperforming for, for ages. We were the first Dutch team to ever win the, the Euro- European Cup 1, the, 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 the Champions League in 1970. After that, there were a lot of uh, uh, victories for Ajax, four times uh, that they won the, the, the Champions League. And, and Feyenoord is, is basically a sleeping giant. We, we, we have a massive support. Uh, it's been said that, that we have more supporters here in Holland than Ajax, basically. Um, the, the stadium is always sold out. We have a stadium of 50,000 uh, capa- 50, capacity. Uh, but if you're honest, we, we've been underperforming. The, we, we, we became champions five years ago. That was the first time since 18, 18 years. The last European success was 20 years ago in, when, when we win, won the UEFA Cup in 2002. And after that, we only advanced to... Uh, to uh, uh, to the quarterfinals in Europe once from from 2002, so basically it's a massive club, it's a big club, it's it's a very popular club. But uh, when you look at lat prizes, we've not been doing so well. But uh, this season everything seems to be uh, different. We got a new coach. We had Dick Advocat, uh, well known in Europe, of course, for for taking on a uh, very lot lots of teams. We have a new coach, Arne Slot. He's a young coach. He has been coaching AZ. Uh, for two seasons, and, and before that, he was an assistant at uh, at some smaller teams. And Arne Slot is is well, he, he's amazing. Write down this name; he's gonna he's gonna be very well known in Europe. Right now, Erik ten Hag is joining Manchester United next season. But I, I'm, and I, of course, I'm a little bit biased, but I think uh, Arne Slot is a better coach. He he has he's is uh, the way he communicates is excellent. He's a tactical genius. Um, he, he's been very well and and what he has done to fine is is amazing last season we ended up fifth that's why we ended up uh, going to the conference league uh we had to do, to to advance in three uh, three, uh, three, uh, uh, uh preliminary rounds um, and Arne Slott basically uh the, the whole team has been different lots of old guys have have been have been gone he, he entered a couple of new guys from smaller teams in europe from from norway and 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 how he's been performing this season is is amazing we're we're, we're third in the league ajax and psv are uh, on top of us with way big, bigger budgets so that's okay but uh, especially when you look at, at Europe in the Conference League, we, we've, we, we've been doing very well. So we're very happy with this coach. We're very happy with this team. It's a young team with a, lots of talents. So, um, yeah, we're very happy at this moment. We're, we have a
0: good season. So far, so good. T- tell me, yeah. you're, you're talking about Aneslaut being a, a tactical genius. Uh, yeah. I, I guess what what makes him a tactical genius? Is that, is that a revolutionary strategy that he has, kind of like what Sampaoli actually has at Marseille, or or is yeah. it just the way he makes his team play? What, what makes him special? I, th- I think a
1: bit of both. Um, he always plays in the same formation. It's always four four at the back, three midfielders and three up front. So there, there's not a lot of variety in, in our tactical approach, um, but he likes to press opponents. So, so uh, we, we, a lot of goals we scored by basically... Uh, taking the ball from from the defenders when they try to build up, uh, uh, quick quick passes and then make a goal. So uh, we've been pressing quite a lot. Uh, and and what is really nice is it's, it's the young players Some young we have some young players, uh, especially Orkan Kukçu, plays with number ten. He's a midfielder. Last season he he, he comes from the youth rank, so he's a, he's a youth player. Last season under Advocaat sometimes you saw that he was. He was a good player, but most of the time you were like, well, he's got something, but he doesn't show it enough. And this season, if you look at the the, the progression and the play of Arkadiusz, he's on the radar of lots of teams in Europe. He's he's playing so great. He, he's been he's been so good. And I think that and it's not only him. It's also Leturra the the right back defender. It's Sinistera, who scored the winner last uh, last Sunday when we played FC Utrecht. It's a couple of those young guys who who, who just emerge and and, and uh, develop so rapidly, um, and and everybody seems to have fun in this team. If the team, I, I, we're liking it,
0: you so you you mentioned how well it is going right now. Is that going? To, was it a a season that just went good start to finish, or was there a couple of moments where? The team performed a little less good. I mean, I've seen that you know in the last eleven games, besides that loss against Ajax, you 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 win or draw everything. Um, is that a, a good way to end right now, or were you better in the beginning of the season? You think?
1: No, there, there was, there was the, the the progression of the team is is been amazing as well. I told you, Fiorent had to advance three preliminary rounds in order to to get to the Conference League, and the first uh, two matches we had to play against Drita, a very small team from Kosovo. And, and, well, we narrowly escaped. They, they in, in, in our home, at, at the way a game, we played 0-0. And at our home, uh, they were up 2-0. So we're like, what the f*** is happening? Uh, and only a, a, a late game uh, game uh, winner uh, by Guus Thiel, who, who made a hat-trick, uh, Made us go through to the next round, but then everybody's like, "Whoa, this team is is rubbish. We're we're we we're, we're going to be rubbish again, like the last couple of seasons." But then every game you saw some guys, some some develop. Like I said, Korkutu has mm-hmm. been doing great. Sinister has been great. Um, uh, the, the new acquisition, we got a, we got got from uh, from Norway. We got Gernot Trauner from Austria. They've been great signings. They're like 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 older players, 26, and I think Toronto 30 at the moment. But they've they've been great. But um, the overall uh, uh, development is is going upwards. Of course, sometimes you have uh, uh, lesser weeks, and and the biggest problem for Finer this season has been teams that are playing very defensively because uh, of everybody saw. Okay, this this Finer team likes to play. Uh, uh, advanced football, and I like to play a uh, uh, pressing football. But then you saw smaller teams like like the teams that are in the, in the, in the lower <laughs> ranks of the of the Eredivisie. They played with five defenders, played very tight up close at the back, and that was kind of a problem for final, for a longer period of time. That we cre- didn't create a lot of chances, we didn't create a lot of goals. We only won those goals by goals, games by one zero or two zero. Um, so that was a problem, but at the moment that seems to be solved as well, because uh, basically we're winning all the teams against uh, against we're winning all the games against smaller teams. We have a bit more difficulty against the the, the, the bigger teams like like Ajax, like Vitesse, like FC Utrecht, which we won. But those are uh, that's that's the next step of the development that we uh, win easier, close out games easier and, and faster.
0: Yeah, that that last game was of course uh, one at the uh, right at the edge in the dying seconds with a, with a goal from Sinistera. You mentioned Sinistera, You mentioned uh, Coquille. There's a lot of, of talks about him, of course, in France and how yeah. good he's been for Feyenoord. But but the other side of it in in France, everybody talks about how awesome a goalkeeper Justin Bislow was and how yeah. maybe a little bit less uh, less good <laughs> Ophir Marciano. Uh, might yeah. be, I mean, I mean, you know, some, yeah. some Dutch football, uh, so called expert have said that it's like the Achilles, um, of of final that the goalkeeper is basically not good at all. Uh, what, what's your thought on that?
1: Well, it's it's basically a, 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 everything that you said is true. Bilo <laughs> is also like a, a keeper from, uh, from, from who came through the academy, um, uh, uh, has been. Injury-prone for the last couple of seasons. He's missed quite a lot of games because of injuries every season. But this season, he was amazing. He also became the first Dutch goalkeeper uh, so for the Dutch national team. He's still quite young. I think he's 23 or 24, so he's, he's a young goalkeeper. I think he already got like 100 matches uh, played for Feyenoord at the moment. He's, he's very good. He, he's, he's one of the best go- young goalkeepers in Europe, I guess um and then we got cause last last season we had Nick Marshman he went uh, he was out of contract he went to uh, to uh, to the US to uh, play in the MLS mm-hmm. so we had to get a new uh, second goalkeeper we got Ofir Marchano who played in at, at Hibernian he's uh, he's the first Israeli goalkeeper so we thought okay well he should be good if he's the first uh, Israeli goalkeeper but at the moment uh the the, the 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 views of Marchano is that he's not been that good He's, he's not good with his passing, which is not the the first skill at the, for goalkeepers. But Bailo is also f- very good at passing and and, 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 and playing with uh, with Reinert. Is, is is rubbish. Every every ball uh, he, he kicks uh, out of in, in the, into the stands basically. Uh, but also goalkeeping wise, he he's, he's made a couple of errors. Last couple of weeks, he's been doing better. Uh, maybe it's it's the rhythm as well, because now he knows he has to play and until the end of the season, because Bailo is out for the season. But Marciano has not been very good at uh, at final for 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 well the l- l- last couple of weeks. He's been doing better, but indeed he's uh, the Achilles heel uh, of final at this moment.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the, the French people will be happy to hear that. Um, what about the the European Conference League? How was that seen um, for final? was it a bit of a Uh, it's uh, it's not a great Europa Cup, but we'll see what we do. Or from the beginning, was it, you know, that's the first one in history, we have a chance to win all three competitions, basically, after winning the Europa League and the the Champions League and with that one as well. Was it an objective from the beginning or was it a bit overlooked?
1: In the beginning, we, we... We didn't like the competition whatsoever. The, the, the teams that were playing in the competition, like like from Latvia or from Cyprus or all those smaller teams, it, it, it was not a competition that everybody in Rotterdam was like, "Oh, yeah, that, that we should watch them and, and, and look look out for that." But at, at the same time, uh, uh, w- when we're in it, we, we want to win it. So so uh, when we uh, when we advance in the preliminary rounds and got to the group stage, everybody was like, okay, now now we're in it. The group stage, w- w- which we were in, was, was quite a good one. We were at uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. We played against um, uh, uh, Sparta Praha, who was in our group as well, and we played against Union Berlin. So th- those are uh, three basically uh, Europa, uh, Europa League teams, I guess. Um, so so th- that made everybody more, more enthusiastic about, about this uh, this competition. And, and we did very well in the in the in the group stage. We uh, we didn't lose one game. Then we advanced to uh, to the the the, the eighth uh, the, the quarterfinals. We played Partizan from uh, from Serbia, and after that we we played Slavia pra again. So everybody is really liking this competition now uh, here in Holland. Not even the Dutch uh, the, the final fans, but but the Dutch fans in 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 general, because. We're getting, we're winning a lot of uh, of coefficient points for the for the the ranking list. <laughs> so uh, Holland is closing in on France at the moment. which was well, we couldn't ever imagine that that was going to happen. But uh, we already beat Portugal, and now we're we're closing in on France. So everybody here in Holland is is liking the competition simply because because it's 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 a possibility to do well in the Champions League. Normally, as a Dutch team, you're it, it's well. Even Ajax was—they didn't have yeah. a chance, of course. But but the Champions League is for the for the really big teams. It's only the six, seven, eight teams that that are in the semifinals every year. Europa League, you have a little bit of more chance. But in the Conference League now, you see final is is with the last four, which is it was is a great accomplishment. And of course, we hope to advance to the final and win win the cup.
0: A lot, a lot of what you say um, really makes me think that you know Marseille and final have. A lot of, of point in common. The second club, historically the second club, uh, second club in the, in the country, uh, that desire to go and and you know take it from the from the main club. Um, some European history as well, uh, and even even in the football, you know, you mentioned that final likes to, uh, to press high. I mean, Sao Paulo's uh, philosophy is to press high, get the ball, and then has maximum possession when the ball is in uh, is in their feet to try and, and frustrate the other team. Um, that duel of of tacticians. Um, how do you see going? Uh, how has Feyenoord played against team that like to keep the ball as much as possible?
1: Well, we we didn't have a lot of opposition teams that that play that, that, that try to press as well. So, of course, Ajax is is known for that. And in both games, we lost. But uh, if you look at both of the matches, we were not the underperforming team. We were we were both basically both of the teams uh, games. I think we were better, especially at the game in Amsterdam. We were better. only The the, the, the scoring-wise, we were unfortunate, I guess. We didn't get a penalty, of course. The, the referee was, was biased, of course. That We always say in Holland, <laughs> the way, the way. everybody's always always Amsterdam-based. No, But uh, but also, uh, we played the away game at PSV earlier this season. Uh, PSV is also a big club here in Holland, the second biggest team. Uh, if you look at the trophy-wise, uh, after Ajax, uh, before Feyenoord, and we won zero four at at our own ground. So um, and and that was basically we adapted to their playing style because they had a lot of the ball, and we uh, we 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 had a lot of counterattacks, which were lethal because because well we didn't have a lot of goal goal scoring chances, but we still <laughs> ended up winning zero four. So I guess uh, um, Slot um, is is smart. He he he. he I, I know for sure he's been watching. Well. Tens of uh, of Marseille games, so I'm pretty sure he knows what he's going to be expecting from uh, from his uh, from the opponent, and we're going to see. I think both coaches are great; they they both are doing well. So I'm I'm very curious how final is is going to uh, to end up, and and what what the games are going to be like. I think the game in Rotterdam is maybe also going to be different at, at the game in at Marseille. Of course, it all depends on how the scoring is going to be. Feyenoord loses 0-4 at home. No, well, yeah, the, the, the away game is is not that important anymore. But I think Feyenoord. Um, if I look at Arne Slot, I think he's just gonna be playing like he wants to play, and he's he's gonna try to press Marseille as well. Even though they have a, if you look on paper, they have the better team, and and they should be the team that that should should advance to the final. But I think Slot likes his team and likes his chances, especially at home. Sold out crowd, so we're gonna see. It.
0: So that's the feeling in uh, in in um, the Netherlands. That was going to be my next question: Is the feeling that Marseille are the favorite and they are a better team yeah. than Feyenoord, and they should go through, and it will be a bit of an upset if if Feyenoord goes through?
1: Yeah, I I, th- I think it is. Of course, Feyenoord fans are hoping that that uh, uh, that that Feyenoord is gonna, gonna advance, but if you just look at the financial situation, the financial status of of both clubs, uh, Marseille is a, w- a way bigger club. Uh, you're able to, to get a guy like, uh, like Payet from, uh, from, from England that that's, that's, that's impossible for fine arts standards. So we, we are scouting at uh, Norwegian competition, Austrian competition, smaller competitions in Europe or the rest of the world. Uh, like, and, and France is still uh, a big, big, a big uh, uh, competition. People, uh, players like to go to France as well. So I think if you look at the Marseille team, um, they they have excellent players. They they have good players. Uh, so we're hoping that 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 they 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 underestimate Feyenoord. They think, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna beat them easily, and and then maybe we're gonna surprise them. But normally you would say Marseille is gonna be the favorite uh, uh, to advance to the finals. But of course, as a Feyenoord fan, I hope that that we're gonna gonna we're gonna make the finals.
0: Uh football games football game it's interesting because in france uh there's a there's that that quite huge respect for dutch football in general for the history of dutch football for the way the football is thought and and executed and played uh in the netherlands so as soon as marseille got feyenoord um everybody was like you know marseille might be the favorite but people live and breathe football in holland and uh there's a chance that they're going to beat us because they are that good, and because they can play in transition, they can play in position, They can they kind of have it all, um, and so so there's definitely a lot of respect and a little bit of a little bit of fear, I guess, for for some Marseille fans, which is uh, which is I guess rare because it's a very uh, passionate and optimistic crowd, especially this year. Uh, that fired up might be the team that is going to uh, to cause issues, and I and I think, or rather, I know, I guess um, that Marseille is also taking this game very seriously. Uh, because the That's European Conference League has, has, <laughs> has become an objective. Uh, and, yeah. you know, what what you're saying that it's been a bit harder for Final to play against teams that play defensively. I, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that the first game at Rotterdam, St. Pauli is going to play his team with a low block and just wait for Final to go and, and try and play in transition uh, like he's done when he plays the first of the two games because he doesn't want to uh, to concede basically, and that's the first game of the Europa Conference League for for Marseille. That the um, the second leg is played at home, or the first leg were played at home before uh, before that game. Uh, so he'll probably play that as, a, as an advantage as well. Um, you, you quickly touched on on Kokshu, of course, and, um, on on osne yeah. who's just been uh, recruited as well. Um, which which do you think is the best weapon of Feyenoord um, to, to score goals and to really? Um, hurt Marseille is that is that long balls is that set pieces is that crosses is that counter attack um, which one do you think is the is the most lethal weapon? Final possesses.
1: I should not say too much, otherwise you have too much information, and you're always going to brief uh, Sampioli and No. I don't
0: know how much you watch my podcast.
1: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> or oh, maybe maybe you should you should learn something from it. No, <laughs> um, our, our our set plays are not that good. Our, 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 we don't score a lot of goals from free kicks or from from corner kicks so um, we have a difficulty like I said before when, when teams are playing very defensively close to the goal and and, and have a very tight at the back so the hope here in Holland is an expectation here in Holland is a little bit that uh, uh, that Marseille is going to play uh, attacking football as well and, and we're going to hit them on the county attack we have like CD I, I the name has been mentioned before he has an amazing season. I'm sure he's gonna 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 transfer to a big club after after this season. Same for Kukchu. On the other other wing, we have a, a Arsenal Loney. I think you have a, a couple of Arsenal loanies as well. Uh, Reese Nelson. He's been at the first couple of the months. He was as at Feyenoord. He was terrible. He, he didn't he didn't do anything. The last couple of weeks, he's been uh, he's been uh, 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 in the starting eleven. He's very fast he has difficulty scoring goals because he, he some so for some reason every time he's in front of the goal he he, he misses the ball or whatever it's, it's, it's crazy Come but, fast, but he he, he's, he's very fast and 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 the hope here in Holland is especially with when we have the counterattacks, those those two guys can make the difference um, in the counterattack from from because they're both good at defending as well and then uh, with with two or three passes go to the other side so uh, I think that's the most realistic that that uh, Feyenoord uh, scores in transition.
0: And the 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 I guess the most fear you have as far as as Marseille's weapon is that is that limited to to Dimitri Payet and, and what he can do on on one spot, or is that the fact that your keeper maybe isn't uh, as good? What's what's the most fear? that no, you Oh well,
1: have? Th- th- that's I think a bit of both as well. Payet, of course, is if if you, you know, he's, he's a great player. He, he was a great player in England, and he, and he's been a great player at Marseille. You all saw the goal he scored a couple of weeks ago from from 30 meters. It was that was amazing. He's he's, he's a great player. Uh, I'm 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 very curious how Feyenoord is gonna defend him. I'm I'm pretty sure Slot thinks of something to uh, to uh, try to uh, to to make him less uh, less important. Uh, but there's also the fear, of course, of our goalie because because well, last last game against Utrecht, it was not a fault of of our goalie, by the way, but. They only had one chance basically, and they scored. And that's that's been the the, the season for Feyenoord. Every time uh, we, we're we're better, we create more chances than the opponent. We're playing in front of the goal of the of the opponent, and every time one or two counter attacks ends end up in a goal for the opposition. So that's that's why the why the why the game in Rotterdam is going to be a very a very nice one. Also technically, because I'm 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 very curious how both coaches are going to approach the game. Who wants to attack more? Because maybe they both think, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll end up go, going at the back end, and we, we'll try to hurt them in the counterattack. So I'm, I'm I'm very curious and I'm very looking forward to it. And I think it maybe it's going to be a tactical masterpiece. Both of the coaches try to do everything. Maybe the two games are going to be completely different that, the, that the, the, the view that you have of the game here in uh, in Rotterdam is going to be totally different from the game at, at, uh, at the south of France. So... It's it's going to be a, a big clash and we're looking very forward to it.
0: The way you talk about Feyenoord is the way every Marseille fan talks about Marseille this year. Uh, they dominate every single game and, and they struggle sometimes to score a goal and they concede a fluke goal against a, a team that's not that good. Uh, it's ah. exactly what Marseille fans have been feeling. Uh, and just like Nord, they feel like in the last month and a half, finally we're scoring against those lesser teams and then we're able to get the results, which except Paris Saint-Germain, same thing, we haven't lost... Uh, in, in 11 12 games, uh, well that, that's that's going to be for sure an, an awesome encounter. Both, both legs, uh, I, I can I can tell you now and 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 mark my words, Sam is going to come to Rotterdam and play defensive football is not the, the right term, but he's going to play slow, patient position football, try and get Feyenoord to come out. I, I'm almost certain that we're not going to have a number nine for the first game, we're going to play with uh, like Harriet Payet and um uh what's his name Erd, um, ah our, our Turkish international on the right side i my his <laughs> name his name uh me uh, and milik yep. might come later uh, and then on the second game, we'll play strong straight away re- almost regardless of the results both ways because that's what Sampoli like to do frustrate the other team for the first game and then play a bit more attacking on the second one so like you say two two very different games and two two games yep. four out two Be- before before I leave you John a what's your you know what's your predictions for, uh, for at
1: first at first at first because because you 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 know everything about Marseille and I to, tonight I'm going to make a <laughs> podcast and I'm I have to tell my <laughs> listeners what is the weakness of Marseille so so where yes. does Feyenoord where can Feyenoord hurt uh Olympic Marseille is there the right is side. there a bad
0: the right side the right the right side the right side of Feyenoord the left side of Marseille um, Okay. in on the Mar- Marseille if they play whether they play two or or three centers event center backs the 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 some dummy space the half space sorry between Charitacha and either luan Perez or um, or colasinac whoever plays that's where the issue is to be honest this season this is an issue that happened once every three four games besides that i've i have rarely seen a marseille that strong in the midfield they're impressive camara is at the top of his form, Ganduzi is at the top of his form. Uh, the, the other weakness is that we don't score goals sometimes. Like we can have the ball for 90 minutes and have 76% of possession, but we just play, we, we're a handball team. We just go around, go around, go around, and never actually go into the box and score, which is what what has been said against Sampaoli that, oh, you don't want to play Alec Milik, but then we don't have anybody in the box because everybody just plays around and try to yeah. dribble yeah. everybody to try and get a, a, a goal. What we do well is we get penalties really well. We okay. go into the box so many times and play small passes into the box that it's it's harder for defense to to defend against us. Uh and and the work rate of yeah, Camara, Gendouzi, Orangier, Salibas, phenomenon defensively, he's made one mistake in the whole season. Uh Mandanda, unfortunately for you, is coming back in form uh as a goalkeeper, he's 37 years old, but he's basically put the other one on the bench um, for, for the last two three games. Uh, he only played against Paris, Paul Lopez, and, and we lost that game. Uh, so so Marseille is looking good. Uh, the only thing what we know us Marseille fans is when we're looking good is when we are about to be disappointed. Um, so so every, <laughs> everybody is fearing this game against Feyenoord because we are so close I like that. to another I like that. final. I like that. Yeah, all right. It works that well. Oh. What we, we fully expect to win 1-0 in Rotterdam and lose 3-0 at the velodrome next week. Um, so uh, so that's the mindset that we are. We are never safe. We could be 2-0 up with 5 minutes left and we can still lose that game um, just because there has been lapse of concentration and and a lot of bad luck all season, a lot of deflected goals and and fluke penalties and, and things like we can that. Shake
1: hands. Yeah, we have I know right
0: exactly. So so it's it's going to be yeah, I, I know very entertaining. Uh, Marseille is hitting I like their the form. Piyet hasn't played a full game last week. Justin hasn't played a full game last week. So some players have been rested for that game. Um, it's it's going to be uh, intense. And you know, regardless of what happened, one team is going to call, score before the other, and the other team is going to have to chase. And there's only 180 minutes to get to the yeah. final. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, I think, I think a lot of fun. Hopefully, hopefully just just fun and not too not too much uh, bad stuff. I know that our team is pretty good at provoking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so hopefully it stays in the rules of yeah. the game. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. great, uh, and, and hopefully, and we mentioned that um, offline as well. Hopefully, everything goes well uh, in the stands because yeah. that's probably the most important things. And and has been a few a few shitty things happening in France this season. Uh, so hopefully, it remains a, a party. It's awesome to have two teams with so much history and and such a keen football IQ and people players yeah. who like to play mm-hmm. football and coaches who are so good at what they are doing. Hopefully. Everybody else just um, sits down and enjoy that and, and celebrate together at the end, regardless of what the result is.
1: So the prediction, that's what you asked me. Now I know you've, you've, te- you've told me everything, so now I know. <laughs> I think in Rotterdam, no, I, I think Feyenoord's going to win two against zero. I think, okay. yeah, in, in Marseille, I think we're going to lose two to zero. So then we have the extra time in which both teams are not going to score. And then I hope Feyenoord is going to be the lucky ones when we have the penalty kicks. I think it's going to be very close. I hope it's going to be very close. I, I hope we, we're basically on the same level. Everybody here in Holland still looks highly of, of Marseille and, and, and looks highly of the French football. So uh, we're, we, we know we're the underdogs. But I hope and I, I also think that we, that we can do quite well and, and, and we can make a, a competitive game of it uh, especially in Rotterdam and also there in Marseille. So um I think it's you said it's going to be 180 minutes. I think it's going to be a little bit more uh, after two games. Yeah. And 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 then maybe the penalty kicks are going to decide who uh, who's going to advance to uh, to Tigrana.
0: Yeah, we haven't done much penalty kicks so uh, so yeah, fair, I didn't I didn't think about that. See my my prediction would be both games are going to be like high scoring game both sides. I think 2-2 or 2-1 either way at Rotterdam yeah and in Marseille like a, a 3-2 or a crazy 4-3 or something like that. And then potentially the, the extra time behind because I feel like two teams have such firepower up front um that even though they, they can defend when there's so much talent up front goals can come from anywhere. So so probably, it's go, it's gonna be either one or the other, right? It's gonna so, be fun. It's gonna be fun. Exactly. Either way it's, it's gonna going to to going to be fun. Yeah. Joanne thank you right. so much for for accepting Thanks to for a little me. bit of your time to, to talk about Fire on and talk about this exciting uh, double hair coming in this weekend and next week. Uh, look, I'm looking forward, of course, to chatting with you uh, during, after, and uh, and, we'll, and, and hopefully, will. hopefully, you'll be sad and I'll be happy. Uh, but we'll. but if it's the other way around, <laughs> I'll be very happy that you guys are going um, to see Hannah. Any any final word? Any any plug for your pod, maybe Johan? Well, our, our podcast is in Dutch, so
1: I, I'm not sure that anybody would. Uh, I, of course, you can listen to it. It's, it's awesome from all over podcast. the world. Look. It's, you can, yeah, but but it's it's in Dutch, so I, I don't think lots of people can understand that. So just like I said, thanks for having me. Uh, let's make uh, two games, and I hope every all the fans behave uh, in the stands and also uh, in the cities of Rotterdam and Marseille, because that's my biggest fear that that things are gonna gonna escalate and, and gonna be nasty. I hope to be in uh, in Marseille next week if the tickets are, are gonna be on sale. So uh, I, I'm I'm gonna behave uh, for sure. And I hope to have a little victory dance somewhere in the south of France.
0: Hidden in the back alley when, when no one can see you or in your hotel
1: room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. by
1: myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Johan. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for coming on on Caseline. Ligne. Uh, and I look forward to uh, to talking to you again soon. Thanks, man. All right. Have a good one. Bye.